guys. Welcome back to the show. My guest today is Alex Svetsky. Alex is the CEO of Amber. Amber is an Australian-based app that tries to make it as easy as possible to collect Bitcoin over time. So remove the FOMO, remove trying to buy the dips, remove trying to time the market, and just dollar cost average over time. That's what Amber is trying to do for its users. So I heard Alex originally on another podcast, really liked what I heard, really wanted to get on and have a chat with him. This part, of course, is the rapid fire portion where it's just a list of questions and then word association at the end. If you like this and you want to hear more of an open dialogue, we spoke for about an hour and 15 minutes. Too many things to to mention here, but just a ton of enthusiasm. Really, really enjoyed the conversation with Alex and I think you might as well. So if you want to check it out, after the rapid fire portion, then head on over and download that further discussion episode as well. That's it. Enjoy. Let's do it. All right. I know you got uh, plans for the day, so let me let me get going on these rapid fires. You good to go? Let's fucking do it. All right. You know the uh, you know the how we get down. You, I'll just say something. You answer however long or short as you like. You can say pass, and the last section is word association. I'm just going to say a word. You blurt out the first thing that comes to your mind. Good. Let's do it. Let's right. do it. What is money? Uh, money is um, like money is something we map to energy and work and um, and you know the input we have into into society. If you had to explain Bitcoin to your grandmother or someone over eighty, what would you say? I'll run the opposite direction. <laughs> I just I, I think gold is probably the, the most useful. What is the primary reason why Bitcoin is important or interesting to you? Ooh, the primary reason. Um, I think I, I kind of look at society um, in layers, and I think the 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 most fundamental layer of society is the fabric through which we um, cooperate, and that layer is money. So. Um, I think that's probably the most important thing about you know, Bitcoin is that it, it, it reinvents that layer and fixes that layer in the same way as energy and time, uh, these fixed concepts in, um, in the universe. So I, I think that right there is probably the most profound piece. Um, and off the back of that, we can really build um, an advanced civilization. Uh, I want to go down the advanced civilization rabbit hole, but maybe for another for another time. What has been your most effective method of educating people about Bitcoin in conversation or more formally via talks or that kind of stuff? Oh, um, man, I, I generally try and red pill people on um, on the gains. So I, I talk to people about Bitcoin as this emergent money. I, I let, let me take a step back. Whenever I explain Bitcoin, I always start with money. Um, so so I make that. I, I identify why that's important, and then I talk to why Bitcoin is a better form of money, um, and then I tie in the the opportunity around collecting Bitcoin as this um, thing that the rest of the world doesn't realize what it's valued at. So I use the um, the, the the collecting gold analogy when everyone's using shells, mm-hmm. um, and and off the back of that, I've I've got a very high hit rate on converting people at least to at least downloading amber and starting some fucking um collecting of bitcoin um and then off the back of that you know let them fall down the rabbit hole can bitcoin be stopped if so what is bitcoin's biggest vulnerability if not why not uh dude i I think um you know i i wrote about this in the the bitcoin times that i wrote earlier in 2019 i think we've passed that point of um 
point of being able to stop it. Um, I mean, you know, if some, if, if everybody all of a sudden just fucking gave up, um, you know, if there was some, you know, mass mind control that someone could, you know, release on the world and, you know, make us all, you know, apathetic to, to our, you know, to our own fucking sovereignty, then, um, you know, maybe, but I, I just don't think that's realistic. So I feel like Bitcoin has so much momentum now, the point that the, the opportunity to stop it came and went at least, um, you know, four or five years ago. Um, and at this point in time, it's got so much momentum and so much strength. Um, and then th there's this concept I call the the arrogance um, to greed uh, kind of, you know, ratio or gap or whatever the fuck we want to call it is that, you know, the the, the powers that be or the, the people who are larger, the banks and all that sort of stuff, the central banks, etc. They're too arrogant to believe that this is something. Whilst on the other side, we've got the opportunistic entrepreneurs and the markets and the exchanges and all that sort of shit pouring capital and building this thing at a rate that is so fucking fast that by the time anyone wakes up um it, it is way too fucking late if if not already so that's um game on what was your most recent aha or level up in your understanding of bitcoin oh shit uh most recent um i feel like that um that piece around sovereignty or also actually Let's, let's use this one. I was speaking to a friend who just couldn't get their head around, you know, uh, you know, how a deflationary, um, you know, money or a disinflationary money could work. And, and I, I kind of transcended the argument of inflation, deflation, all that sort of shit. I just said money is most functional when it maps directly to work and input and energy. Mm. Um, so let's fix money in the same way as work and input and energy is fucking fixed. And so what I like to think about Bitcoin is not as inflation and deflation and all that shit. I like to think about Bitcoin as a fixed monetary unit. Um, and, and that for me was like really aha, even for me, as I was explaining it to, her, I was like, fucking, this is, this is big. You know, I'm blowing my own mind here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, yeah. What do you think will be Bitcoin's biggest impact on society? Uh, um, I think changing the underlying incentive um, for society. So, so in, in a Bitcoin uh, monetary system or in a Bitcoin uh, society, the the incentive is to produce, and the, the incentive is to to have a lower time preference. Such that the um you know future that the future is you know fundamentally um m more important than than just the fucking immediate um you know sugar hit mm -hmm. of now um I, I think shifting that um has uh, second third and multiple order effects after that that really um that 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 you have a very different looking world than you have with today where um where you know, the, the, the incentive is for now, 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 and the highest possible time preference. When, if ever, do you think the first central bank will start adding Bitcoin to the reserves uh, and add on, will they exist in 20 years? Um, I, I think five to 10 years. I think they may still exist in 20 years. I mean, depending on how fast this thing fucking moves. But I think as we were talking about earlier, the game theory, I think, you know, at least around the next halving or the halving after that. So not, not the 2020 halving, but the, you know, the 2024 or 2028 at that point in time, you know, the game theory is going to suggest that they should hold some lest they become completely fucking irrelevant. Um, and then that'll 
precipitate the next great you know move upwards what is the biggest mistake you've made with bitcoin um yeah a couple of my earlier you know my, my my initial dismissiveness around Bitcoin, you know, the first time I heard it, the second time I heard about it, um, that they are by far, like, I, I don't have any regrets in life except for that. <laughs> uh, how do you feel about Satoshi Nakamoto, Bitcoin's creator, being anonymous and the coins? I usually say he, she, they, but Satoshi Nakamoto is a male name, so I'm just going to go with he from now on, I think. Yeah. Uh, how he, and the coins he likely controls. Look, um, I, I don't think he controls those coins anymore, so I think that that key has been deleted um most likely um particularly if if you know you know he fucking ha- had any s- inkling of how big this could have been and i think he fucking definitely did um so so i think that's the coins bit um and disappearing was the most profound thing that could have happened like um the, there's a meme that i always you know use with people when they're trying to understand oh you know if bitcoin no one if no one owns bitcoin then how can it you know how can you trust it that the meme that i give is um you know mark zuckerberg um sorry facebook launches libra us sends cease and desist to mark zuckerberg satoshi launches bitcoin us congress sends cease and desist to dot 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 right <laughs> like Fucking that that right there was like I have not seen anything so like th- that was the checkmate. Fucking Yeah, just a cherry on the top. The 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 architecture and everything was so brilliant and, and innovative and stuff. And then just the final little like piece to make it perfect was yeah. like poof, disappear, right? Yeah. Adios, motherfuckers. Uh, and it's yours. What have you learned about yourself or how have you changed, if at all, as a result of learning about and interacting with Bitcoin? Man, it, it has really like made me... The, the things that we mentioned earlier around like... Um, you know, I've always been a little bit of an elitist. By my definition of elitist, I've always wanted to be the best. So, so that that sort of really aligned with me. But the... The, the concept of like low time preference and um and being like, like bring, bringing a greater degree of patience and you know just quiet um, intelligence in my life I think has been profound like th- this idea of you know th- this is happening um, and having that longer term outlook you know on a, on a greater movement than than just me has been um has been really important for me, I think. Um, and then not, not to mention, you know, the, the fucking people I've met, you know, in the process, like I've, I finally feel like I'm not just some fucking weirdo who, um, you know, can't relate to anyone. <laughs> like I've, I found my tribe. Right. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I think a lot of people resonate with that. Um, at what price would you permanently sell over 75% of the Bitcoin you hold, assuming no necessity to do so? Yeah, um, I ain't selling my. You can you can tear it out of my fucking cold <sighs> hands, man. Like you know, I ain't selling Bitcoin no matter what. Like I had this I had this discussion with my brother who um he's he's not a Bitcoin. I'm slowly turning him. He's he's a traditional markets guy, macro guy, blah blah blah, all that shit. And you know he's sitting there talking to me about you know how you know Bitcoin's something that you should try and make some money off. And I'm like, well, look, I'm not measuring my wealth in fucking dollars and I'm not trying to make money out of Bitcoin. I'm trying to accumulate Bitcoin. So I'm measuring, you know, what I have in how much Bitcoin I have. And, and that's a very different place to come from than the speculators who are trying to use Bitcoin as a vehicle through which they can get rich in, you know, dollar terms. Yep. So I ain't selling nothing. Have you ever purchased other coins? If so, are you likely to do so again in the future? 
Oh, I did. I went through a little shitcoin phase, um, you know, in, you know, what was it, early 2017 through to mid-2017, you know, and, you know, towards the end, I was trying to, like, trade up and earn more Bitcoin, and I will never fucking touch another coin. Um, I don't give a shit if Satoshi comes back and launches another fucking Bitcoin. <laughs> he can kiss my fucking ass. I'm sticking with the original. <laughs> this, yeah, I ain't buying shit. What is your most controversial or contrarian view or opinion, if none on Bitcoin, any subject, fair game? Ooh. Um, maybe that elitist one. I, I think a lot of people, I think I grind people, you know, the wrong way around that um, elitist concept. So I, I'm a proud fucking elitist and I believe in being elite and I believe in being the best. Um, and I believe that, you know, the, the, um, the, the the power laws that operate in nature should fundamentally operate um in every fucking strata of the world um and every strata of society like may the best man fucking win is one of the most important sayings um and you know that may the best man woman whatever the fuck um you are in whatever you're doing like you know that that fundamental like i do not like equality um and i don't i don't agree with that as a concept so i just think that um be be fucking elite. Let and and let 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 the best people take up the the role of the elitist. Ballpark estimate of Bitcoin's price in five years. Five years, probably probably the mill. I think we're gonna be we're gonna be there at the next halving. Do you believe there are any reliable ways at spotting a paradigm shift? If so, what are they? Um, I think it's harder if you're outside of the the bubble. Um, but then. Yeah, that, that that's a tough one. I, I think there is. I think if you take a if you take a first principles approach, um, and you know, kind of spend the time that's required to understand like a grassroots movement, um, and understand like you know the 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 principles through which it's um, growing. I think you know you potentially can, but but it, it's very hard because you know time and place really has an effect you know on that. Um, and you know, fundamentally is, you know, everyone at some point in time spots the paradigm shift. It's just, <laughs> at, you know, the question is when, <laughs> right. um, you know, has it already shifted? I don't know. Do you have a morning routine? If so, what is it? Um, man, I'm, I, I operate much better when I have a routine, but I've just been useless with routine, um, recently because I've got so much shit on, but generally I'm at the gym in the morning, um, you know, lifting lifting weights um and then i try and get into the office as early as i can and these days part of my routine has become fucking twitter so i've got to stop doing that shit because i spend too much time on twitter <laughs> don't we all um how do you define success ah uh, um here's the elitist in me uh winning <laughs> Fair enough. um yeah i think um like for me, success is really strongly tied to, I mean, you know, like getting in there and fucking putting in effort, um, you know, and, and whether you fuck it up or not, like, you know, ha having an outcome out of the effort that you put in, I think is, um, is a form of success. But, but I still think the aim of the game is to still fucking win, right? Is, is to strive to win and, and to win whatever the, your, you know, your definition is, um, I think is, you know, fundamentally important um so yeah f for me succeeding is you know if i set some parameters and i and i kick that fucking goal um 
you know, I, I feel stronger. And, and that, that's probably also a result of the stage of life that I'm choosing to be in, which is a far more competitive um, stage. Um, you know, may, maybe my definition of success will, well, not maybe, but it will evolve over time as I, as I enter different stages of life. Yeah. Where or who is your go-to place to learn more about Bitcoin? Um, I love Nick Carter's writing, so I must admit, like he's one of the most um, pragmatic writers um, in Bitcoin. I, um, you know, t- Twitter by far is like one of the main places. Um, you know, these podcasts. Um, uh, uh, you know, dude, I I hadn't heard of your podcast until I heard American Hoddle on it. I was like, fucking, this is a mad podcast. <laughs> I love what you do with rapid fire and stuff like that. So, um, Thanks, so yeah, so, so podcasts are a big one, um, and. I mean, I, I just love reading broadly, and, and I, I just find so many um, parallels in, you know, all of like I'm, I'm studying systems thinking at the moment in my own time, um, and I'm just finding so many parallels to, to you know, what's going on in Bitcoin and stuff like that. So, um, so yes, yeah, so it's from as many places as I can. Final question: What is the one most important action that I or anyone listening can take to up our game in your area of expertise? So, if we want to improve, what's the best way you know to do so at this point? can be related to Bitcoin, but if you got yep. some other area. Spending the time to understand why and not just what. So like if, if we're doing, if you're talking about business and startups and all that sort of shit, like people will go and, you know, hang out at fucking meetups and, you know, listen to a couple fucking people talk on a panel and, you know, they get all excited about running their own business. What I say is... Um, Go and fucking read a book like Hard Thing About Hard Things by Ben Horowitz and find out what the fucking deepest, darkest, most ugliest part of this shit is um, and then decide to do it um, and understand the first principles behind what you're doing. You know, go and read the stories about the people who've sort of, you know, been there before and get some context because when you have context, you can make better decisions. And, And that same thing applies to Bitcoin, to business, to relationships, to all that sort of stuff. And fundamentally, once you have a little bit of context, you know what you want to do then is you know with that preparation is go and fucking do the shit um and get some skin in the game because um you know i think you know doing a little bit of preparation in the beginning is fundamental and then going and getting skin in the game and then seeing how that um preparation applies is um yes it's fundamental to anything you do in life yeah all right last part word association you know the drill so all right satoshi nakamoto Genius. Government. Fuck up. Hash rate. Growing. The individual. Sovereign and paramount. Security. Very important. Ego. Un- underappreciated. Greed. Survival mechanism. Very important. Stack and sets. The game. Fiat currency. Shitcoin. Guns. Personal sovereignty. Ma- <laughs> Altcoins. Shitcoins. Pizza. Mm. Lots of carbs. <laughs> Trump. Balls. Future. Bright. Libra. Antithesis. Gold. Shift. <laughs> Bitcoin. Um, the future. Yeah. And actually, Alex, this just popped into my mind. This is the real final question. And you, you know, pass is an acceptable answer. On these rapid fire, either the word association or, or the first section. What's a question that you would like to see added to uh, either of those lists? Oh man, they're so they're, dude, they're so fucking good. Um, 
Maybe like what what movie um, reminds you most of um, Bitcoin or something like that? What movie? Or, okay, I'll give it. Yeah, because I give it a whirl on the next. Yeah, yeah. The next Bitcoin. maybe like a movie, like a movie or a song, because th- those art forms are like two of the most powerful, right? And and I mean, I might throw you know mine in here is like you know it's it's got to be either Fight Club, Matrix, or fucking um or V for Vendetta from a movie standpoint. Yeah. And then um from a from a song standpoint, it's gotta be Wake Up or Killing in the Name of by, you know, Rage Against the Machine. So Yeah, I think I think yeah. the songs will have maybe more variety, but you can, it's hard to deny the, the three movies you mentioned for you know, I think a lot of Bitcoiners are probably would would say the yeah, same. Yes, so say the same thing, yeah. yeah. Alex, uh, I know we could <clears throat> excuse me, probably go for four or five hours, but you got a, a barbecue to attend to, so We'll save that for uh, some time when we're face-to-face and we'll just plug in and go down every fucking rabbit hole we can think of because I think we'll probably have a lot, of, uh, a lot of stuff to say about many of them. But until that time, uh, do you want to throw out some destinations for people that want to learn more about you, Amber, that kind of stuff? Yeah, man, for sure. So um, I'm on Twitter. I'm one of the, the, the toxic plebs on Twitter. Um, so at Alex Svetsky, so A-L-E-K-S. S V E T S K I. Um, or if you just type in my name in Google, you'll find me on like Hacker Noon, on Medium. Um, fuck, I'm on LinkedIn as well, believe it or not. <laughs> I think everybody it's is like, just kind of yeah. by default there. Uh, it's, it's one of those cringy fucking places, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so I'm on there. And then uh, Amber is um, the Amber app. So T H E Amber app. Um, and, you know, that that's on Twitter and all that sort of stuff. We're only available in Australia at the moment, but hopefully. Um, Europe uh, before the end of this year, really? um, or sometime around. That. Yeah, wow, so things crossed, man. Cool. Yeah, man, it's um exciting time. So that's that, and then um and then also what I might throw throw in is a little plug. So I am starting my own little channel. Um, it's it's not going to be really podcasty. It's going to be more um ranty from me. Um, it's going to be called the Wake Up Podcast. So I'm still giving it you know the name podcast, but it's going to be me more fucking ranting about shit. Yep. Um, first episode I'll drop. I think. Uh, next week which might be same sort of time as you're dropping this and it's going to be a basically i'm going to dissect the the dan tapiero raul paul um raul paul um real vision episode where I, i'm gonna just hit on a couple of the things that they were talking about and try and correct N- not not from a place of arrogance but from a place of caring yep um and sort of you know try and hopefully have it as a resource that other people can point to uh, if they kind of find themselves confused about some of the Bitcoin concepts. Um, and then I'm going to try and do, you know, at least two or three a month where um, where I go on some mad rants to about Bitcoin economics, the sovereign individual and all that sort of stuff. Dude, I fucking love that. Um, it's, I mean, I feel like there's so much potential with the, the mediums that are available, video, audio, whatever. And you know, we kind of default into the interview format. And I, you know, I've been doing that for a long time and I like it, but I'm also starting to play with other applications of that media because you could, you, you, like you said, you could just fucking rant about something. You can dissect a video. You could read an article. I, yep. I feel like uh, there's so much more, uh, there's so much more creativity to be, to be brought to the space. So uh, I fully support that endeavor. In any case, I know you got lots on your plate, man. So thank you again for, uh, for taking the time to speak with me. And uh, wish you all the best in with Amber and future endeavors. And I'm sure we'll we'll talk again in the future. All right, bro. Thank you so much for having me on, man. I really, really, really enjoyed this one. All right, brother. Take care of yourself. Take care. Peace, man. What's up, guys? I hope you enjoyed that rapid fire episode with Alex Fetsky. Of course, if you want to hear more, the further discussion episode is available now as well. You can check that out and hear the discussion that Alex and I had. But more importantly, if you want to hear 
certain questions added to this rapid fire episode format, then hit me up on Twitter. Let me know the question you want to add. I'll give it some thought and uh, maybe you'll see it pop up in a future episode. All right, that's it. Take care. Bye-bye.